I rarely eat fast food. Like I, I tried to tone it down with the fast food because I used to eat it all the time. Love it. But it just makes me feel so gross. And usually I'm on a schedule where I got to wake up early and make the most of my day. So there is no time for those 3 p.m. slump. You know where you feel uh-huh. bad and you can't get anything done because I feel like fast food just clogs my brain. Because you've right? just eaten in the middle of the day a large order of French fries and a giant Coke. Right. Like I just anyway. So I rarely eat fast food. But a couple of days ago, I went and got fast food. You know what I would do if I was a fast food worker? Because this is the smallest thing that brings me an immense amount of joy. And I think that 99% of people are going to agree with me. What would you do if you worked at a fast food restaurant? I would pour two or three French fries in the bottom of every bag. Oh, yeah. That's what they do at Five Guys. Oh, my gosh. It's because I finished my fries in the car because I'm a Uh normal human. Yep. And then when I got home, I was so bummed that I didn't have fries. So I took out the fry thing. I put it in the trash. And then lo and behold, (gasps) three bonus fries. Bless whoever did that to me. Well, they just spilled out while you were digging for fries while you were driving. That's what happens. But if I worked there, I would always do that. Give them a little like one, two, you know, if you go to five guys, um, which, which, which is a fast restaurant, but I don't think it qualifies as fast food because none of the ones that I know of have a drive through, but they, I think like scoop one scoop of fries into the little paper thing that you get your fries in. Then they take like a half scoop and just dump it in the bag. My problem with five guys is no one can finish those fries. But like that, you go to Chick-fil-A, there's six fries, six waffle fries full right. of giant medium things. So it's like finding gold when there's one in the bag. Got like, it. you know what I mean? But that's good though. That's, five guys dumps a hole. So it's not as special. You know, what's special is. Well, then you can't do it every time. If you work yeah, at the you do fi- it, you just hide the other food over it. Well, the, okay. <laughs> but if you did it every time, you would know that they're down there. If. No, but if I were a fast food worker, you're not going to get the same customers every time. So that's how I would (laughs) surprise and delight people is put three fries in the bottom of the bag. Tell me there's something better in life. I dare you. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar. Today, I am grateful for iPhones and specifically the camera on the iPhone because it allows me to send pictures up to my dad in New York like every single day. And also when Callie's at work, if the dogs look incredibly cute while they're sleeping. My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for perfect outdoor temperatures. I It just dawned on me that, that I might have to upgrade my phone before the baby arrives. Because you need a better phone to capture baby photos. Memory. I need to get more memory. Mm-hmm. Right. And I am so obsessed with pictures of just the dogs. Oh, my God. That if there's actually a human, like, I feel like I would be doing it a disservice if I didn't have 
Who's going to have more pictures in your phone, the baby or the dog? Like how long will it take the baby to catch up with how many photos you have of Lily and Sadie? Depends on if the baby is good at posing and stuff. Sadie is a great muse. She does exactly (laughs) what I need her to do. Lily is adorable. If the baby is both cooperative and cute, they're going to have a run for their money. So you basically want our baby to be like a beagle, have the temperament of a <laughs> yes. beagle. Yes, and the adorableness of or a Or like a cat. You know when people dress up their cats? Like that temperament. I don't understand that because I've never owned a cat that would let me put a tuxedo jacket on it. I had a tuxedo jacket. I had a friend in elementary school named Virginia, and Virginia had this cat. I'll never forget it. They used to let us dress it up and stroll it around in a baby stroller. Uh, I and had- it would just sit there on its back. I got a Christmas card from a friend of mine one year where this is, and some people are going to be offended by this, but if you saw it, you would have laughed. You would have laughed first, then you would have been offended, but it came out of Christmas and they had their three dogs dressed in gowns to look like the wise men. And they had their cat swaddled in a manger to look like the baby Jesus (laughs) and then they photoshopped in the rest of the manger scene behind it. And I'm like, how did you get your cat to sit still for the time it took to take that you've picture? you've been a cat owner. I've been a cat owner. I have never had a cat so chill. Uh, while we're talking about animals, we want to say thank you to everybody who offered a suggestion on the dog barking, specifically Lily barking when uh, the baby arrives. Because we're going to try to make it our mission to to limit Lily's enthusiasm for front door. Well, I'm visitors. having second thoughts after I read some of the suggestions that people had slash sent me. All right, what did? Then I, I got the same. I only saw one suggestion, and I got it from probably half a dozen people. I got a few suggestions. I think I got the one that you're about to talk about because I was like, "Huh, I actually never thought of that," and it's a great point. Um, Somebody sent me a gadget that they have, like a link to a gadget on Amazon that I'm going to buy. It's it's only like 25 or 26 bucks, but I think it does like a high-pitched noise mm-hmm. to distract the dog when the dog's barking. The problem is- We had we, one of those. We bought one of those once before. I've purchased them twice. Lil- and Lily don't care. And given them both away- the first one I got was for your dog, Blair, who picked it up and carried it around in her mouth, <laughs> like would bark at, would bark. That's a dog equivalent of a middle finger. Yeah. That would bark. It would sat on the floor and Blair would bark and then it would make the noise and it would turn, Blair would turn and look at it, then go pick it up and walk around with it in her mouth. Yeah. So that didn't work. And then we bought one for Lily when we had the neighbor drama. And the problem with that one, um, was Lily just didn't care. She's like, oh yeah, I can hear it. Like you can see her ears go up. And she would turn and look and then and she would she be doesn't like. she doesn't care. Mm-hmm. She's like, right, I don't care. I defend my turf. Um, the suggestion that I saw was when she barks that I'm supposed to go stand near her so the baby can hear. Yes. Because babies can hear stuff. Like, because yeah. you know, they know the mom's voice. At some point you'll be talking to the baby so it can hear your voice. I don't right. think it has ears yet, but I could be wrong. I don't know anything about babies. But to let it. By the way, we moved. It's no longer a kumquat. Oh, no, it's not a kumquat. It's a Brussels sprout. It's a Brussels sprout. So random. (laughs) Um, So to stand next to Lily when she barks. So then 
the baby will be used to it. And a couple people said that you don't they, have to stand next to Lily as long as you're somewhere in the house. The so baby's going to hear it. Yeah. Um, but uh, three or four people said they have barking dogs. Nothing helped. And their babies came out and were kind of immune to the dog barking because it was just a noise that was in their routine. Some parents buy special like belly speakers and play classical music or um, hundreds of year old operas, beautiful operas to their baby. Mm-hmm. Not us. We're going to shove Lily's face into <laughs> Callie's belly when the UPS guy gets here so that the baby gets used to that noise. Either that or it's going to be scarred for life. Like that's something to where like it's going to be 20 years old sitting in a therapist office being like, I don't know why, but I have this horrible fear of dogs. <laughs> yeah. I just, anytime a dog barks, I'm scared to death. And we'll be like, oh yeah, we screwed you up. I didn't even think of that, of the comfort factor that it might be something that the baby gets used to. But um, I got more than once, which I think I might try. Uh, you use a squirt gun like you would with a cat, Mm. but you say no more to the dog. And then you say no more twice. And then if the dog doesn't stop, you squirt it Mm -hmm. and it doesn't, obviously it doesn't hurt them, but it's a distraction that causes them to stop barking. So they eventually get used to no more, meaning don't bark anymore. Huh, so, so eventually you don't need the squirt gun anymore. Just the words no more because they don't want to be squirted. I would get like a spray bottle. I feel like if you squirt Lily with a squirt gun, she, uh, Lily is so sensitive. Well, good. Let her feelings be hurt. She, Sadie will growl at her and she'll cower down and go cry in the corner. She right. She gets very upset. Right. So, um, and, uh, on the subject of, of barking dogs, I want to tell a story about an encounter that I had with our neighbor that I forgot to share from a week or two now, ago. Now, can I do a little one minute recap on our neighbor for people that might not know our history? Yeah. And good luck in one minute. Okay. In one minute. Are you going to time me? Godspeed on your market set. Go. Okay. So we moved into a house that we're renting. We thought our neighbors were nice. They made our dogs dog treats. Our dogs started barking at them when they were taking out the trash because they're dogs and they can't see behind our fence. And our neighbor started wildly yelling at them, sent me a text saying she was at war with our dogs. Then to demonstrate how she thinks the dogs bark, she barked in Jeff's face. We decided they were crazy and we no longer talked to them. And uh, that's a good job. I think that was only like 40 seconds. Yeah, that's pretty good, right? The, um, I do think it's it's worth noting that when we did have a sit down meeting with them to talk about the dogs. No, we did not. I, I refused to talk to that woman because do not say you're at war with my dogs. Look at right. how cute they are. Uh, so when I sat down and talked with them, they said, your dogs, it's not that they chase us when they hear us at the garbage can or bark at us and run back and forth in front of the fence. When they hear us go to our garbage can, we expect that. It's that when you're not home, they bark constantly. And I was like, oh, I felt terrible. And then it got weird and they went on and said, your dogs need therapy and stuff. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. They wanted us to hire a therapist because she said that our rescue dogs that sleep in our bed every night were um, the most unhappy dogs she's ever seen. So we ended up setting up all of our audio equipment in the house when we would leave to see how much the dogs barked and they don't. She doesn't know that Jeff Toller likes data and he's a recording professional and you don't tell somebody 
that their dogs are barking for three hours when they have a home studio. Cause guess what? Mike's on challenge accepted and our dogs were not barking. So then fast forward past the dog thing. We also think that they stole some of our mail, but that's, that's, they took some hand sanitizer that I ordered. That from, we would have given them anyways. If I they did had give asked. it, I did give it to them. Yeah. So anyways, weird, weird drama Just with the neighbors. Not good. Yeah. Well, I go to leave the other day and I look around the, and I take something to our garbage can so I can see their yard and they have cats and one of the, and I've never seen the cat. It, they, it, it's, it's an indoor cat, but they have like a, um, a pen, I guess it would be called like next to their house. Right. So the cat can go out the window and be in an enclosed pen so they can quote unquote, like sit outside without being, being outside attacked. Yeah. yeah. And which is awesome. If you're a, an animal lover, it's a great thing. So I've seen the cats in the pen. When I take the garbage out, I always say hello to them. They're very nice. Well, I look over in the yard and I see the cat just outside of the pen, just sitting next to the house. And I'm in my head, I'm doing, I'm crunching all the numbers. It's like that movie, a beautiful mind. Like all the equations are appearing in front of me. I'm like, I love animals. I need to tell them that their cat has gotten out. I cannot walk over there because if the cat gets afraid and runs, I'll then feel it's your fault. I'll feel you terrible. Worry. And she might sue me. So I guess I'm going to have to text them from here, from literally 25 feet away and tell them. So I take my phone out and I decide to take a picture of the cat so they could see exactly where it is. And I bring my phone up and just as I hold it up to take the picture, the owner of the cat comes around the corner and I, just as I click the picture to the <laughs> owner comes around the corner and I'm pretty sure she saw me taking a picture of, did she see her cat? She was coming around the corner to get the cat, I think. Oh, but saw me so did take, you just look at her, turn around and leave? I rapidly left. Cause I don't hurt encounters with her. Make me uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, so, you know, I mean, honestly, things couldn't get weirder. It's not like we're ever going to be friends with these people. You know what I need to do is I have to find the jingle that I used to use at my last radio station where it's um, Jeff Dollar, the king of awkward. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I need that. on. But no, no, no. You're not awkward. It was an awkward. She's awkward. She's awkward. But then what I did made it <laughs> Because I could just see her going inside going, now, I don't know what her he's husband's name is. taking pictures of our house. Now he's taking pictures of the house. Yeah. Now, oh, I caught him taking a picture of the cat. He's some weird cat freak. Or he's going to steal the cat. Yeah, he's taking a picture of the cat to steal it. So Probably. I wonder what they think of us. Like, I wonder what their narrative about us is. Because there's two sides to every story. So I wonder if they call their friends and they're like, oh my gosh, we have the worst neighbors ever. Their dogs are vicious. They're horrible. They take weird pictures of our cats. We think that their dogs are going to be fed. Our cats are going to be fed to the dogs. Well, I can tell you that doesn't happen because they don't have any friends to call. Jeff. What? You don't know that? Hmm. We don't know anything about these people. That's what's funny is we just have this, in, our entire narrative about their life is only around the conversation that they've had about our dogs. So, well, I think in order to get to know them better, although I did Google them, you should, you know, of course you did. Of course you, I did. You should make them a macaroni and cheese and we should take it over there this weekend. 
I am totally fine. Here's my thing. Like I'm nice until I'm not. And when you say things to me in all caps over text, like we are at war, I'm not entertaining that behavior. I'm not sucking up to that behavior. I'm not like, as far as I'm concerned, you don't exist anymore. If you're going to act like that, that is irresponsible, ridiculous adult behavior. That's all I have to say about that. So you're not going to make macaroni and cheese and take it over there? No. So we can keep the macaroni and cheese? Yes. Perfect. All right. Everybody I'm, wins. I'm on board with that. I have a beautiful human alert, and I feel like it's been a while since we did one of these, but it's kind of a favorite, and you know, it just makes you feel good. Um, a beautiful human alert is something where we highlight a human that has done a beautiful thing. And in this case, the person would like to rena- rename, remain anonymous, which I think is just... Very sweet. It's an anonymous, beautiful human. Yes. Or is it a beautiful, anonymous human? Anonymous, beautiful human. Got it. Um, So this is in California and there's a landlord. And as you know, a lot of people are struggling to make rent right now across the country. And there's- I read, so if you're stressed out about your rent, by the way, I just want to, like, I don't know. I'm not- I'm not trying to telling you to do this or whatever, but I saw, so I didn't read the article, but I saw the headline that one- third of people are did not pay full rent in April because they simply yeah. didn't have it. Well, um, I think isn't there some statistic that most Americans live paycheck to paycheck? So when you're not getting two weeks worth of uh, or a month's worth of money, I mean that's that's your rent. Of course, and if you have to the rent is your biggest expense, but also um it's I think if you're making a list, I'm trying to think of like, um, cause I've been there where I have my bills coming in and I'm like, all right, which ones are going to get paid now? And which ones are not. Right. And so I'm trying to think of like the order that I would do stuff. And, and, uh, number one is keeping your t- utilities on power specifically. Number two is keeping your vehicle going so you can get to any money-making opportunities that you have. Number three is food, but I would imagine that changes once you have a family. Because mm-hmm. I, when I was dealing with this, I was single. Uh, and then number four is rent because it's the most er, it's the most important, but it's the least urgent in a de- desperate situation. Does that make sense? Because right. I think you, I mean, and you, I think you know this. I don't know how, but you know weird stuff like this. Like it takes a while for you to get evicted from somewhere. It depends. It's like credit cards. Like you can have. Well, no, the Georgia law. Oh, it's different by state. Yes. I believe when I lived in Massachusetts, I think it was Massachusetts. If you were seven days late, you could come home and your locks are changed. Oh yeah. Okay. I don't think that's how it is in Georgia. No, here you have to go to court court and and get a thing and a this and a that, but different States or different jurisdictions have different laws. Anyways, the point of all this being that if you are struggling to pay your rent, you're not alone. And I say that because if you are just dodging your landlord, don't reach out to him or her and say, Hey man, I'm in a tough spot because it's the same thing with mortgages too. People are saying like ex financial experts are saying, call your bank and yeah. say, I'm having trouble with a mortgage payment. Or if you have a government lender, I know the government is also, you know, taking like a couple months off of, um, mortgage payments too. So anyways, it's worth looking into is the point. Yes. Don't every it's now more than any other time in your life. 
whoever you have to call and say, I am struggling is going to understand. Yes. Like yep. if, if six months ago you couldn't pay your rent, your landlord's just going to assume that you're a deadbeat who doesn't know how to balance a checkbook and you went out partying all weekend, you spent your rent money on bottle service at a club. Right. If you call them now. Have you ever had that problem? That sounds like a familiar <laughs> story. <laughs> That's a song. That's, um. That's a song? Yeah. I think it's Katy Perry. Oh yeah. Okay. See? All right. Carry on with your beautiful human alert. Buy a bottle service with your rent money. Yes. Um. Yeah, I haven't. Yeah. Hashtag college where you're living large on the weekends uh -huh. and then you're like, oh my God, I didn't realize the first was this month and I have to write a check for rent. Exactly. What am I going to do? Call dad. <laughs> or, you know, offer to tutor someone. I don't know. Anyways, that was a long tangent for this beautiful human, but, um, a landlord got a $3,400 stimulus check in April, and he and his wife decided that they wanted to spend their stimulus check on their tenants. Not only did they spend that money on their tenants, they matched the amount with their own money. So each of their tenants got $500 off the rent. Oh, that's which awesome. Is, I mean, that's a lot of money. So they are beautiful humans. They wanted to remain anonymous, but um, the Santa Rosa landlords, you are beautiful humans. And a lot of people have made that suggestion. If you are a recipient of that $1,200 or whatever the check is that you get from, from the government, but you're fortunate enough to um, not need it because maybe your employment hasn't been affected or whatever, um, see if you can do something good with it. Like, yeah. You don't have to give it all away like that dude did, but you know, it would be good. Good karma, good energy, good energy in the world is never a bad thing. Thank you to our wonderful sponsors who are sponsoring our show this week. Care of makes taking your vitamins and supporting your health easy and attainable. So easy that they bring it right to your doorstep. Now they've got a new line, a skin and hair collection, which helps you work on your beauty goals from all angles with a combination of targeted ingredients for nails, skin and hair. Again, delivered right to your door. The vitamin aisle is so confusing. Where do you even start? It seems like there's about a thousand different B vitamins alone. Well, you can go online, take a quick quiz at takecareof.com. Questions like, how often do you work out? Do you have any specialty diet restrictions? Are you concerned about nail, skin, and, and hair health? And from that, they will recommend to you vitamins, supplements, powders that will be delivered right to your door. You pick the ones you want and they show up. You can get 50% off your first care of order by going to takecareof.com of.com taking the quiz and entering the code upside 50 that's half off your first care of order at takecareof.com promo code is upside 50 there are a lot of things i love about third love bras here's two of my favorites one you don't have to go anywhere no one has to measure you get rid of that. It's old school. We're not doing that anymore. What you want to do is go to thirdlove.com slash upside, take their fit finder quiz, and they will send you their perfect fitting bra. Here's the number two thing that I love. Their customer service is awesome. You can live in your bra because how do you know if you like it until you wear it around for a couple of days, right? Live in it, wash it, do whatever you want to in this bra. If you don't absolutely love it within 60 days, 
you can send it back. No questions asked. Even if you worn it, even if you've washed it, they're going to give it to a woman in need. So cool, right? I love this company. Right now, you can get 15% off your first purchase by going to thirdlove.com slash upside. Again, that's thirdlove.com slash upside for 15% off your first purchase. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's so difficult being away from loved ones during these challenging times. Anything that could bring you closer and give you a connection is welcomed, right? Well, a skylight frame does just that. It's an awesome way to feel close to those you love when you're physically separated. It's a picture frame, a digital picture frame that you give to somebody. They put it up in their house and everybody who has the email address of that picture frame can send photos to it at any time. So the recipient could wake up in the morning and there's a picture of their family, their friends, their cousin's dog, whatever. And then in the middle of the day, another one could pop up. And then at dinner time, another one could pop up. Just depends on how many photos get sent and how many people have the email address, I guess. It's super easy to set up. It's got an on-screen touch or an on-frame touchscreen that allows you to set it up in about 60 seconds. And right now you can get $10 off. Don't forget Mother's Day is right around the corner. Just go to skylightframe.com slash upside and use the code upside for $10 off. Skylightframe, S-K-Y. L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E dot com slash upside promo code upside for 10 bucks off. Welcome to Name That Noise Day, whatever it is. Uh, This would be our fourth guess. This will be our fifth guess because we had Garrett, Susan, Tiffany and Lisa. So we're going to give Katie a shot to see if she knows what the sound that Jeff has recorded is. And I still, I don't know what it is. I don't know. I, well, let's see how Katie's guess goes. And then I think what I'm going to start doing is giving clues out at the, like every five guesses or so. Okay. (laughs) Hello. Hey Katie, it's Callie and Jeff. Hi, how are y'all? Hi, we're good. How about you? Doing pretty good, trying to enjoy this nice weather. Oh my gosh, it's so nice. It's so nice. It's just a little too windy, but it's so nice. Katie, how many times have you listened to the noise that you're going to attempt to name? Sadly, only the times that it plays on the podcast. Oh, so you're not a person who goes back and listens over and over and over and over again. No. Okay. Now, how confident are you feeling about this guess? Uh, I mean, you know. Probably not as confident as I need to be. <laughs> Just give it a whirl. You know what? I respect the honesty. If I'm being, you know, like you're, you are. Yeah. You're like, Why not? you're here. I'm here. I texted the word in. Now we're on the phone. Let's see. All right, Katie, I'll play it for you one more time. Okay. Okay. All right, here's the noise. All right, Katie, name that noise. Is it? 
end of a rotary phone, like once you dial all the way to nine and let it go back. Oh, that's uh, like that super old school phone. Callie, did you ever have a rotary phone in your house? We didn't in our house, but my like my grandma did. Okay. Like I know what they are and how to work them. Yeah. I think everybody's grandma had one. Oh my gosh, everyone's. We had one uh, growing up and I remember our number, people at school would be like, your number has a lot of nines in it. It takes a long time to call <laughs> you. <laughs> like that's so yes. weird. I have two nines. Okay, stop being Ryan Seacrest and tell us if it's right. Oh, no, it's wrong. <laughs> oh, darn but Katie, you can play again. Uh, all you have to do is text the word noise to 800-434-5454. And if you want to play, you have to text that number like every 24 hours because the computer only picks from the last 24 hours worth of numbers. So if you text it on day one and you think you're still in, you're not text again. So I just want to make that clear. Got it. So, all right, Katie, uh, thanks for playing. Thanks, Katie. Appreciate you. Thanks. And, Bye. Th and thanks for listening to the podcast and enjoy the nice weather. Thank you. And congrats on Baby Dollar. Th Thank you. I think so. Katie, okay, bye. Bye. Callie's a little frustrated at the contest. I feel, I thought that I was going to get like a rush of DMs saying, oh my gosh, this noise is driving me crazy. I know what it is, whatever. I have not gotten one. And I feel like no one's excited about it except for me. Like I got on a party bus and everyone else is like, <laughs> and everybody went home early. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I just need to know that someone's excited about it. Uh, Are you going to give us a clue? And every single day, Callie says, how many people, how many people? And it's not, I will tell you it's, it's a fine number of people, but it's not an overwhelming number of people. And I don't even want to say it cause you're so sad. I'm so disappointed. Um, are you going to give us a clue? How many guesses was that? That was got to get out my paperwork here. It doesn't matter. I think it was six. I have to think of the clue. I'll give the clue after the next guess. Okay. So maybe I'll give the clue like every after every Friday guess. So we'll get a week's worth of guesses. Then I'll give a clue. And that way people can think about it all weekend. OK. All right. Uh, here are my three random things for today. Uh, some website compiled the most Googled recipes since the start of the shelter in place in various states. I pulled a few of the ones that are relevant to the Callie and Jeff family, like New Mexico, where Callie has a bunch of family. Mm -hmm. The number one food recipe Googled there, tortillas. In New York, it's something called charaset. Char and it's a it's a meal. It's a the Jewish people serve at um, a Passover Seder. So that's given the timing, that makes sense. Huh. Um so I'm probably saying it wrong, but, uh, one of our Jewish friends call and correct Jeff, please. It's, um, apples and walnuts and grape juice. So, uh, Tennessee baked chicken. That's random. Georgia. No, Georgia's random. Georgia zucchini. Who's making zucchini? No idea, but it's the no one I know. It's the number one. Fried zucchini is the number one Googled recipe in the state of Georgia. At least it's fried. That part kind of makes sense. Um, Florida is margaritas. You go, Florida. Uh, Illinois. We have a lot of people who listen to The Upside in Illinois. And you are our people because your number one Googled recipe is cinnamon rolls. Oh, yeah. Um, Indiana. 
another big state for upside listeners, pork tenderloin. Huh. That's they're, as, they're fancy in Indiana. That's as random to me as... Fried zucchini. Yeah, as fried zucchini. And uh, I'll send you the link, Callie, and you can put it in the show notes. If we didn't hit your state, you can go look up your own. A lot of hamburgers were a lot of them. Um, bread was a lot of them. And pumpkin bread was a lot of them. Hmm. Uh, or no, Yeah, no, not pumpkin bread, banana, banana bread. bread. Yeah, thank you. Uh, what does mom want more than anything for Mother's Day? Almost three out of four women between the ages of 30 and 60 who have children that live at home said they want eight hours of uninterrupted sleep. They want uh, the kids to not come barging in the room. They want their husband to get out of the room and leave it dark and leave it quiet. And they just want uninterrupted sleep. That's a great gift. Uh, the speaking of sleeping, the sound of your alarm could affect how your day starts. And I a hundred percent agree with this. Totally agree. Harsh alarm tones, like the beeping, like the, you know, the one that sounds like the submarine diving underwater that uh -huh. the iPhone has, or the, the one that every clock radio has that even if you hear it in a TV show, you get anxiety. You know, that sound I'm talking about that. Yeah, I hate it. Yep. Uh, that actually increases, uh, that causes adrenaline to be released. And then when that adrenaline disappears, it causes morning brain fog. The best way to wake up is music. Um, here's the problem with music, which is also the problem I have with like the big beeping thing. Cause I used to have the alarm that was like a simple beep. I always incorporate that into my dream. Like yes. I'm at a concert or whatever. And with the beeping right. one, I, I remember this was probably like a decade ago, but I'll never forget this dream. Cause I thought it was so weird. When I had the just beeping alarm, yep. I would have dreams that I was like scanning something at a supermarket. Like using the self-checkout or waiting dude, for the cashier to do it? Yeah. That's and that's funny. what I, and I slept through the alarm because it was part of my dream. I, that's my fear with setting an alarm that's music because I would just be asleep and I would be like, oh, I'm having my dream. And my dream is that I live on the planet Uranus and oh, Jack Johnson's here. And we're having banana pancakes right. on this planet. <laughs> Woo. Banana pancakes on Uranus. Yum. No comment. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. Remember a few weeks ago how excited I was about hitting a thousand followers on TikTok? Yes, so that I could very excited. Yes. You know, I... By the time I hit a thousand, the trend of filming people and animals sleeping was gone. So I never did it. There's a new trend though. Okay. It, it's the pee your pants challenge. That and is it, so dumb. And it might be the end of me looking at TikTok. Oh, good. Okay. What is it? It just shows people, mostly dudes, of course, standing in front of their bathroom mirrors, fully dressed. And then they wet themselves. That is so silly. Here's the thing is a guy, I don't know what it's like. I said for, silly, I meant stupid. That's stupid. As a guy, I know why it's a challenge because I don't think I could do it. Like, I don't think my body would allow myself to consciously wet my pants. I don't think I could do it. <laughs> I don't know how the parts and everything work for women, but as a guy, like that would be a challenge. Yeah. 
because everything, every part of your body would go, don't do this. Right. You know, mm -hmm. unless you're hammered or something. But mm -hmm. so uh, if you haven't gotten on TikTok, consider yourself lucky. Stay away. Hi, Kelly and Jess. This is Reagan. I just wanted to say what I am grateful for today is two-ply toilet paper. Uh, throughout this entire um, uh, shelter in place, I have not been able to find two-ply toilet paper. The only thing I can find is one-ply. And as much as I am grateful for toilet paper in general, I am even more grateful for two-ply. It is luxurious. Thank God I have it now. Thanks. Bye. If your mom is like my mom, she has everything. So it's really hard to come up with creative gift ideas for her. And with Mother's Day around the corner, I'm searching for ideas that are unique that I think she'll love. And here's one for you. Story worth. Here's what they do. They will email your mom weekly emailed story prompts, questions maybe you've never thought to ask about your family or your family history. And then at the, at the end of one year of those prompts, your mom's going to get her stories bound in a beautiful hardcover book. What a cool thing to have for her. Eventually she can give that back to us. And that is something I would treasure forever to also give to our baby is something so special. And, um, when you get them a story worth subscription, they can access and activate their account at any time. So it's a gift that they can start immediately using. And then you'll have that beautiful book next year in time for mother's day. Right now you can get $10 off by going to storyworth.com slash upside. Again, that's $10 off by going to storyworth.com slash upside. Hey, Kelly and Jeff, it's Lauren. Just letting you know about your barking dog when your baby is sleeping. The baby will sleep so well when you first get the baby that it's not going to be an issue. And my dogs raised cane while my kids are sleeping. They get so used to it, they don't even hear it. They hear it in your belly, they're used to it on, in your belly, and they'll be used to it when they come out. Don't sleep through it. Don't worry about it. On the list of things you have to worry about, that's not one of them. Thanks. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jack, it's Hannah from Charleston. I had to pause the show and call because I was listening to y'all talk about Band-Aids, and I just started laughing because the other day, my 13-year-old cut her thumb and went to go get a Band-Aid, and she comes out, and her thumb looks like one of those cartoon characters when they bang their thumb and they wrap it up, and it's gigantic, <laughs> because all we had were the really big ones. So she had probably wrapped it three or four times in the same bandage just to get it to fit. So yes, when you have kids, you will use a lot more Band-Aids, but you still will have no use for the really big ones or the really little ones. I hope you all having a good day. Love you. Talk to you later. Bye. Um, I work in an animal clinic, and I was listening to today's episode about the barking. The zapping collars, they don't always have to be, like, shocking. They do have ones that just vibrate and some that just beep. So those are always an option because they don't cause her any pain, but they are enough to get her attention. And then you guys can kind of use that and tie it to a command. That's always an idea because then it's not always the shock collar. They do just have the vibrations and the beep. Thanks so much. I love listening to y'all. Hey, Kelly and Jeff. It's Emily from Buford. Just listening to the Wednesday morning show. In the beginning part, you're talking about how to get Lily to stop barking because you don't, you know, you're going to have a new baby in the house. You need it to be quiet. She barks when people come to the door. 
I have a two-and-a-half-year-old, and we have two large dogs that bark at everything. A leaf blows in the yard. A shadow passes in front of their face. They absolutely go bananas. And we were worried about that when our son was an infant bringing him home. But we didn't have to make any changes. He rarely was affected by the barking. Nine times out of ten, he slept through it and didn't even realize it was happening. And to this day, the dogs will still be going nuts in our house. And if he's sleeping, he's still sleeping. I hope this helps. Love the show. Thanks. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. It's Ashley from Birmingham. I was calling to shout out my nurse. And I'm actually shouting out a couple of people. Uh, My daughter was born 10 weeks early, and she was in the NICU um, at UAB. And we spent about eight weeks there. And our NICU nurses and the staff, like, in the step-down unit, they were all fantastic. Our experience there was what it was because of those nurses. And we are very, very thankful that we were there and they were there for our daughter. Uh, It was, you know, a tough time, and it was scary, but they were there for us every step of the way. Anyway, so I want to shout out all of the nurses in the NICU at UAB. Thanks. From time to time, you may stumble, fall. You will for sure have questions, and you will have doubts about your path. But I know this, if you're willing to find out what makes you come alive, you will be happy, successful, and you will make a difference in the world.